So I know technically Valentine's Day is over, but I am one of those people who likes to show love at all times of the year. And the way to my heart specifically is through coffee, coffee and dogs. That's just my whole vibe. Honestly, it's very millennial core of me, but like it's fine. So today, actually, um, I went to Joanne Fabrics and they have these really cute mugs that are just like cottagecore lesbian vibes. And I freaking love it. It's like a little frog with a mushroom. But honestly, my favorite one was like the bee because it's yellow. And anyway, if someone, Brandon, got me a mug, that specific mug with a bag of Life Boost coffee, I would be like, be mine forever. That sounds kind of creepy. I'd just be like, oh my gosh, hug me, XOXO. Like those like hearts that say things, you know? Anyway, I digress. Life Boost. It's my favorite place to get coffee from. This morning, I made a caramel macchiato um, out of their caramel macchiato beans. <laughs> and it was amazing. It was so delicious. And after the weather being what it is, it just... It made me feel so warm and cozy and just, I loved it. I love coffee. So if you also feel the same way, maybe not as weird as I do, um, go to lifeboost.com, lifeboostcoffee.com, and get yourself 30% off with our code, UnmaskedPod. That is U-N-M-A-S-K-E-D, pod, to save yourself 30% on your first order. In a world of ordinary, it's time to unmask the extraordinary with Unmasked the Podcast. With host Brandon Zimmerman. Welcome to Unmasked the Podcast. I feel like everybody knows me. Just about everything about me. Eye candy of the night, 100%. <laughs> Sarah Zimmerman. I want to be on the back end of RTV and just like, k- 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 right. um, I saw Amanda Nunez and I'm pretty sure I fell in love with her. I want to just be her. It's time to unmask your true potential. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to Unmask the Podcast. BS of BS, numero 15. <laughs> don't say it. Say it, don't spray it. Bizarre. Okay, I love. So you want to start by, t- I mean, literally it's, Monday. It's um, President's Day. It's President's Happy President's Day for those who celebrate. <laughs> what are we just celebrating? The presidents. The presidents. All of them. Like the band, though. Yeah, the presidents. So, like, presidents eat some United peaches. States. Eat some yes. peaches. Watch Forrest Gump. Peaches for free. Hell yeah. Minutes of peaches. Peaches for me. That's Absolutely. the presidents, right? Yeah. The presidents, yeah, that's what I thought. Presidents of the United, United States, States is the band's yeah. name, yes. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. You yeah. probably, I'm gonna listen to them later. I think. There you go. Let's go. Let's <laughs> That's how I'll celebrate President's Day. <laughs> how else you put it in for that? Like, I mean, truly, like, if I didn't had had I not taken the day off, I would be working today, which is. To me, I'm like, that's fine. Like, that's an excusable holiday to work on. Yeah. But just, I'm like, fuck the presidents. Yeah. Meanwhile, the government is like, hey, you yeah. get this day off. And I'm like, cool. I'll right. take it. Happy day off to those who celebrate. Okay. <laughs> um, it also is the night, or I'm sorry, it was the day after my fight. Yeah. So, and it didn't go as I needed it to or wanted it to. Well, injuries happen. So anyone who did not watch it, including myself, because I haven't, I just can't find it yet. But um, I 
This is my fourth fight. Mm -hmm. And a couple of weeks ago, I had taken a straight knee to the calf muscle. And it basically just like ricocheted pain all the way from the front of the calf where it like starts at the, was that femur bone? I don't know. Shin? Your shin. Sure. For for layman's. That sounds Um, good. (laughs) From my shin bone all the way back to around the calf and all the way up my hamstring. So it was like. Like, I could feel it in my butt. That's, yeah, that's bad. Yeah, it was really bad. I couldn't walk to the front door. I think I crawled. I was in so much pain I wanted to throw up. Um, I was able to drive home, which was impressive. But it hurt so bad. And I think it was just a combination of, like, a precisional, like, impact on an already exhausted muscle and very little water or recovery between our... I think it was like a three-mile run. I had done two three-mile runs back-to-back, and normally that's not a big deal, but I just haven't been running in a while because I didn't have to, like, lose any weight for this. In fact, I kind of wanted to, like, gain a little bit so that I wasn't getting hit by someone who outweighed me by 10 pounds. So I was kind of just lax on my diet. (laughs) I didn't really, like, lift a lot because I know if I lifted and did cardio, it was going to do the opposite (laughs) of what I needed it to do and make me lose weight. So I kind of just was like, all right, I'm going to do, like, fight camp, whatever. But I'm also going to, like, keep myself fueled so I ate a lot more carbs, et cetera. This is all a whole tangent, by the way. Um, and then when I came into the gym, I was like, but I still wanted to make sure I was cardioly ready yeah, so I sure. would run with you. And it honestly was great. Like, I loved it. And I love running. But when I got to the gym on Monday and I sparred and I got hit, it was like someone just took a pointy object and just like jammed it into my leg. Yeah. And it hurt so bad. So I took the rest of the week off. Um I was able, like, my job forced me to work on it, and that sounds terrible. My job forced me to be walking on it, I guess, because, like, you can't sit as a mechanic. You just no. can't. Um, so I was walking, and I took, like, the first day I got back, I took, like, three ibuprofen throughout the first, like, the day. So I took three, and then I was like, okay, I'm okay. Oh, it's starting to hurt. I took another two. I kind of walked it off, like, basically just trying to get it moving, right? And then the next day I was able to take a little less ibuprofen and so on and so on and so on. So like the next following week, I was just really gentle with it. I wouldn't hit it on pads. I kind of just showed my leg. I showed kicks, but I didn't hit hit them. Um, Like I felt okay. But that following week, so it was like week one I recovered, week two I recovered, and then it was fight. And I was like, okay, it feels really good, but I had not hit on I had not hit it on anything yet to kind of veer, like gauge where it was. And I went out into the ring and like almost at the very last second, she kicked me and I knew it was over because I could barely walk to my corner. Yeah. Like I was like, I was like, just walk to, like I remember being like, fuck. And then being like, okay, let's see if it, and I was like, nope, fuck. And that's, I like walked to my corner. I was like, just walk to your corner. Just walk to your fucking corner and get to your corner. And so I did. And I looked at coach Jamie and I said, coach, I'm really hurt. She hurt. She hit my leg. And Jamie was like, do you want me to call it? And in my head, I'm like, no, don't fucking call it. Just tell me how to do this with a hurt leg. But I think I also was like, I'm not going to call this. I don't want to call this. Yeah. 
and she's like i'm calling it i was like in my head i was like please don't but i was also like okay yeah but i it was probably the right call because honestly like amateur fights they really err on the side of caution like professional fights are like you've been in it long enough if you get hurt it's on you and you're getting paid but amateur fights if they see you hobbling like that they're probably gonna call it i just ref you know i think what i think really what went through my mind in favor of calling it was the whole my whole game plan is based on movement right yeah and i wanted to be able to move and i feel like everyone told me i did a great job moving in the first round you did and i just knew i wasn't i didn't want to sit and take punches to the head because my head move is not great but i was like i'm just gonna get hurt worse and if the other problem was like one it took away my entire like fight ability Two, it was like, okay, if I hobble my ass out there, she's going to fucking hunt that leg, and I don't know how to block or move with one leg. Like, yeah. it was as if it would have been like fighting on a, a, I don't know. Like, I feel dumb. I feel frustrated. I'm very disappointed in myself. Yeah, I wouldn't be disappointed in yourself. I'm disappointed because many- I'm like, Part of me is like, you fucking pussy. You could have went out there and just fucking banged with her and like shut her down. Like had I had like, let's say like I keep going over this fucking tape in my head and I'm like, let's just say that I was like, no, fuck it. I'm, I'm doing this shit. And I went out there and she started throwing like bombs the whole I would have just been like clench up, clench up, clench up, clench up, because that would have saved me from potentially taking hits to the face and kicks like that would just have been my game plan is like let's clench okay done clench again you know what I mean because I'm not going to stand there and try to evade punches that I know I'm not qualified to do yeah but you also could have tried to clench and she could have pushed you out of it and kicked the leg again or punched you in the fucking head again or there's a lot of variables and I (laughs) as much as it sucks I think you made the right call rather than taking more damage for in an event that isn't going to pay for your hospital visit yeah but i think too is like i really genuinely i felt confident in this one more than any fight i've ever felt and i know that's technically how it should go right like your first fight you're gonna like jamie said your first fight you're shitting bricks right Mm -hmm. like no one comes out to their first fight and feels like like whatever you know i mean unless you're just freaking whatever but like it's very rare that someone comes out to their first fight and is like, I can do this, like has no nerves whatsoever. Your second fight, you should feel a little bit more comfortable. The third fight, a little bit more comfortable. And like my third fight, I was the last fight before this one, I was in the room and I was like, I could actually do this. I can actually fight. Like, I know what I'm doing. I think I can win this. Mm-hmm. This one, I literally woke up and I looked outside and I was like, huh, it's a good day to win. And I was so fucking ready to win. Like, and I know that's not the outcome, but I've never had that. um, I've never had that feeling of confidence before until that game, until that one. Sure. And then I lost again. Well, I wouldn't really. I mean, injury, honey, you were winning the fight until you got hurt. That's not really, that's not what the trophies say. They don't say, won the fight 
in the fir- like won the first round, but not the second and third. You don't get a trophy that says that. You don't get a medal well, that says in that. In this case, she didn't get. Nobody got trophies. So I know. Like, I know. Just, it's all but visual. I know. know, but and it's I, still frustrating. It is, and, and like I said, I, I understand. It's and you're still hurt, you know. But I think, like I said, I think you made the right decision on let's not get hurt anymore because you're not. It's not your likelihood, livelihood. You know, you're not getting paid. Right. It's not your job. You have to go to a real job tomorrow. I know. You know, it's really let's sucks. not ever talk about that. But right? you know what I mean? Like it's it's in the grand scheme of things, it's like okay, like me. You know, I I fight professionally and I still don't make very much money, and it's not my likely my livelihood. You know, I keep saying likelihood, my livelihood. So like me losing a fight, it's like why well, I made a little bit extra money. I got to do something I like to do. It sucks. Nobody likes to lose. But it's it's all the journey of how good did you get during camp? It's the best you've ever looked. You know, it's all a uh, you got to look at the bright side of things. Sadly, and I know you probably heard it a million times, but you got to look at the things you did right. Yeah, you know, and even when you win fights, you still do things wrong, and you can analyze that too. But like, you need to not overanalyze what wrong happened because there wasn't a lot that went wrong it was just you got hit in a spot that was already tender this girl stepped on a bruise you know yeah. she 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 turned the knife in an already cut wound yeah she didn't exactly hit you with like everything she had it was like oh i i damaged her no she she hit a fucking scab and busted it open yeah you know? and i am healing like i mean i don't <laughs> it hurts it hurts really bad but i'm like I hobbled my ass into Home Depot today and Joanne's and then I came home and was like, that was the most exhausting thing I've ever done. Yeah, and you're going to take today and recover and you're going to, you know, just vibe and relax and enjoy your slow Monday that you don't have to go to work. Yeah, and I have to say, like, I don't think I would be, I don't think I would be in the mindset that I am if it was not for the gym that we're at right now. And, like, CrewFit is like I remember last so my last hard training session my last hard rounds um I okay so like the last hard rounds that I did were Saturday last Saturday and right last Saturday not this past Saturday the Saturday before and it doesn't matter (laughs) whatever Saturday and um I was really fucking mad at myself. I didn't feel like I was doing anything right. I was in my head about everything. I couldn't, I felt gassed. I was exhausted. Like it was very frustrating. And um, coach Jamie pulled me over and was like, like you seem really frustrated. Like why? And I will tell you right now, like I've never had a coach invest emotionally so much in me than she does in her in her fighters and it's not even that she was like like she she wasn't like it wasn't a hallmark moment by any means you know what I mean like no one was like there wasn't music sappy music playing there wasn't like I could have played it for you no there wasn't tears from both of us it's just me like snorting and sniffling and being a whiny little bitch but she was really real with me and she put everything into into perspective that I think people have been telling me, but like I didn't hear it from my coach before um, until she straight up was just like, I am looking for this, this, and this. I don't care. We are not going in there to win or to lose. We are going in there to improve, make sure you have improved your game. 
And if you have done that, and if you fight with everything you have, then I am going to be the most proud of you. And I just needed, I, I, I think I knew that's what she was thinking, but like hearing it was like, oh, she's not fucking kidding. Yeah. And then like just pulled me aside and told me the same thing. And it's like that repetition of hearing the same positive message over and over started to kind of like eat away at the idea. It started to eat away at the narrative that I've been telling myself, which was everyone's in there to see you win. And if you don't win, Everyone fucking hates you, is disappointed in you, thinks you're a shitty fighter, constantly asks you why you're a fighter. Does that make sense? So like it's like I had this narrative going on that is has been, you know, built up over years of my own self-criticism. And now that we're in this incredibly like emotionally positive place, I suddenly have someone eating away at like that terrible narrative, like a little caterpillar. And like between her and going to therapy and like when I went to therapy, my therapist gave me um, papers to like fill out Mm -hmm. with specific, like what was I thinking at the time that I felt like a failure that I felt like this, that I felt like this. And I wrote out that Saturday when we were on our way to the Kelly and Andrews party that I wrote out, Hey, I felt like this. This is what I was feeling. I checked all these boxes and I like went through all the process and, and then we talked about it in therapy. And I think that also was pieces of like another caterpillar coming and eating away at that negative narrative that I've been saying. It's still there. There are still pieces that are there, but I think right now I feel in such a better place emotionally and mentally that had I not done all of those things, I probably would have given up fighting. Yeah. But, well, this is the best I've seen you take it. Yeah. And also, too, like it's hard to undo 39 years of self-deprecation. Yeah. Versus. Literally since I came out of the womb. A month of. <laughs> You know what I mean? So Yeah, like, but I think it helps when people who you really respect and look up to are there to be like, yeah, this is what it is. I mean, even Heather and Jamie are the, like, they tell me the same thing. And like Heather, I know Heather feels sometimes the same way. And so hearing what she has been taught to, to help negate those negative sure, thoughts is yeah. really important. Like, I think she said like, your outcome of your fight does not equal your value as a human. And I'm like, oh Yeah. Like, in my head, I'm like, except it does. But then the other part is like, no, it doesn't. And you're like, this war constantly. But yeah, I'm like, I'm so grateful for Crew Jamie and Jess and anybody. Like, Tristan. I love Tristan to death. Like, I think Tristan, out of so many of the fighters there, understands that feeling of self-deprecation. And he can... He looked at me the other day and was like, get out of your head. And I'm like, that's really easy to say. (laughs) But, like, (laughs) I love... It's easy to say for somebody who's not up there. (laughs) Yeah. There's a couch, Tristan. Tristan, I'm going to stay in my head. Okay, there's snacks. There's a couch. And it's a big pity party up there. Let me live there. No, like, he's so great. He's one of my favorite training partners. Like, he's really tall and annoying in the best way, which is what I need. And he is just like, I, I think he understands me on a really 
deep emotional level because I feel like we have the same like like I don't know it feels like we have a very similar brain wavelength going on um and so I think like knowing he knows what it feels like helps me because then I'm not I don't have to like over explain myself and I don't have to be fake with him does that make sense um and obviously like it's hard for me to take positive affirmations from you because like you love me and my brain is like he's just saying that because he loves you He's just saying that because he wants to get in your pants. Like, just leave. <laughs> just leave him. Just leave him alone. Just say yes, okay, and then go. But yeah, I just, all of that being said, I think this is the time where I feel the most comfortable going, okay, that was shitty. That sucked. But now it's the time. Now, what can you do in the, in the, what can I do now? To make the next fight even better. And that'll be. I don't want to fight at 140 again. I was sitting at 136 yesterday. And I hated every second of it. Yeah. But donuts a day away ends is pretty Bro. Cool. Okay. Shout out to Parlor Donuts. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that I literally could pretty much eat any. I woke up at 135. And I was like dope. So I fucking. <laughs> we went to Parlor Donuts. And. um, Got four different donuts yeah. oh my god campfire so um mm-hmm. strawberry shortcake churro. churro and a coconut cream filled one. Oh my god and it was amazing it's so dope um, and garrett got one yeah I got um a i do have to say I, I i'm doing this i'm telling everyone thank you and i'll have to post it too but like i just want to say thank you to garrett because his like i was able to drive him from the gym and i really love picking people's brains because i using it as a tool to kind of like be like why don't I think like they do and Garrett is one that I really liked listening to because he um like he had to shift his mindset and he told me where his mind was after his fight or like before his fight and I always I think that's really interesting when I pick your brain you're just like I just do it and I think that's wild with a lot of other friends that we have, it's not just about, oh, that's just how my brain works. It's about like literally I'm fighting. I had to tell myself A, B, and C. I had to talk myself through A, B, and C, you know? Mm-hmm. But when I ask you, what are you thinking? You're just like, nothing, nada, what? Blank slate sometimes. The fuck? How? I don't understand. I don't, listen. That's so I upsetting. Don't either. Listen, you want to come up here in this brain? <laughs> yes, you're so much more roomy than mine. Mine it's is a, full of like self-doubt and chaos. Some books. Mine's snacks, like Jurassic Park quotes constantly. Video games. Songs. Everything. Yeah, you I got just, video games in yours? Yeah. I just, Damn. I don't know. I just, I just hit the on switch and I do it. I know. Um, and that's what I'm saying. Like, it's hard for me to talk to you because we're you just, just different in that aspect. We're just so different. And so when I talk to other people, I'm like, okay, okay. I can pick from that. Like, I can take from that. I think, so, I think more people think like you than think like me. I don't know. Truthfully. I don't know about that. So, I feel like... Let's take a poll. <laughs> <laughs> okay, raise your hand. Raise your hand. <laughs> pick A or B. So, I guess I'm really excited. Like, this morning, I had to audibly tell my brain to i literally woke up and the the tape of the fight was playing over and over and i kept going through every scenario 
like what I should have, could have, would have done. Sure, yeah. And I just woke up and I was like, I just said to myself, can I please have a different tape? Because I can't go to bed with this one. And I don't remember what we switched to, but it clearly was something else because I fucking passed out. They were uh, like, oh, oh, sorry. Probably Jurassic Park or... Honestly, probably. The kitchen scene, slay. Um, something that you... <laughs> you know, when I do, when I go, I just want to zone out and not give a fuck because and it doesn't matter if I finish the movie or if I watch it to completion or you know or whatever like I don't have to even pay hardly any attention to it but it's in the background is the first two Ninja Turtles movies I know and I've I, watched you watch them. I put those on and I'm just like that's what we call those comfort movies and stuff. your comfort movie is Ninja uh, Turtles yeah. one and two. Let's go, Raph. It's a Damn. good thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I would turn on. Like, if I want to just, like, you know what? Kill the music. No one can see you pushing the MT Newton power. (laughs) Let's go. I, um. MC Hammer. No. (laughs) Definitely mine is Jurassic Park. I love it so much. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to move forward. I'm excited to, um, like, there was something that the, the other, corner had yelled out that I'm excited to work on because I remember hearing it and and being like I don't do that and then I immediately did it and was like ah fuck I do do that and I'm excited to work on that I love planning so having a game plan is exciting sure Um, yeah knowing that I can heal from this injury and knowing that I can strengthen my body and knowing that I will be able to drop weight and like cleaning up my diet is going to be it's it makes me feel excited um so i think this is the first loss that i've ever had where instead of feeling like i want to give up feeling like i want to improve and that is huge yeah huge for me that's That's huge that's a really big deal yeah my last fight when i lost i was like i just need to figure out i can quit my job and train full time <laughs> That's where I was at, because you know, it's, you, if you win, you want to win all the time. If you lose, you want to go get the loss back. Yeah, and that's and that's that's. I think that's the healthy way to look at it, uh, or at least healthier. I don't know. I, I say again, you can't wrap it all up in winning and everything else, but like winning feels good. Yeah, uh, lo- losing doesn't feel good, but also losing is your opportunity to go. I don't want to do that again. So what do I got to do to fix that instead of just dropping it all together? At least, at least the way I look at it. I I don't know if that's um, good or bad or in the middle. Maybe it's in the middle because you could you could obviously weigh too hard on one side or the other. Well, that's what I was but. thinking is too is like um like measuring wins and losses and how do you start to acknowledge losses without digging too far deep into those losses being self-deprecating sure you know yeah i think uh uh, for me i've even fights i've won i've watched them and i've gone hmm well that guy didn't capitalize me dropping my hand here or consistently doing this or or backing straight up you know um, i had one fight um as an amateur and the guy didn't want to go to the floor with me because he knew i was a blue belt at the time so I backed straight up a couple times and hit the cage, and he backed away. And I was like, oh, he's a wrestler. He shot on me, so I need to fix that. You know, like, I think that's a healthy thing. Because I won that fight, and I analyzed it, looked at it, and said, okay, did this right, did this wrong, you know. So I think what I'm hearing is, like, you look at things 
objectively without of without putting any like emotion behind it like yeah i try to because i mean like i said it feels good to win it feels bad to lose but it's the takeaways from both are what i think are the most important you know yeah yeah i mean it's weird because it's like when you get up day of fight you want to start hyping yourself up like I said, I woke up that day going, I could win this. I can win this. It's sure. a good day to win. Yeah. It feels like a good day to win a fight. Mm-hmm. And I'm like hyping myself up. I'm reading this fucking dope ass book right now, which I'll tell you about later. <laughs> I'm looking um, forward to that. <laughs> I'm so excited. It's so fucking good. Um, About like how to like why this woman's mindset was where it was and like how she kind of overcomes stuff and like believing in yourself and really basically just like putting on almost like a cockiness but not where it defects you in your fight you know not going in stupid not walking forward and stuff but like a little bit of a positive ego right exactly you should feel like you know pound for pound best of the world right regardless of what the circumstances but also yeah then you have to switch on the analyzer cap as soon as that fight's over Mm -hmm. and that's really hard because you go in going oh I can win this I can win this and then as soon for me it was like I can win this I can win this and as soon as I felt even a slight bit of nervousness it was where I was like it was really hard to shut the but maybe I won't off sure um and then I think that's the problem with losing is that that small self-doubt no matter how big it is, if you lose, it becomes bigger because you lost. You just proved yourself wrong. Like, why would you ever think you're a winner if you went in there and and lost and now you're doubt? And I think that's where the idea that Jamie had said to me, Coach Jamie was like, if you're going to be a fighter, you cannot go in there and go, I want to win or lose. Like, that is not, you have to let go of the outcome and I know we've said this, and I know people have said this so many times. I, I bring it back to Sarah. Like, she's a fucking phenomenal fighter. She's amazing. And the only reason is is because she was able to focus on the small things that she wants to work on as a fighter as opposed to, I want to win or lose. Because it, <laughs> I hate that everyone's like, it's not about winning or losing. Because if it's not, then why the fuck are we in there? And the reason we're in there is to test and see where the games, the holes in our games are. Yeah. And that is what it's about. And it's hard because they don't raise both people's hands at the end going, everybody found the holes in their game. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's still did, a winner and a loser. Everybody did real good. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like, I want my hand raised. I've thought about it every single time. You know, like, sure. what would the ref do if I just, like, shoved my hand up anyway? Like, like what do, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> fuck this guy, he's fuck wrong. Fuck this guy, he's wrong. I'll <laughs> raise my other wrong. hand. I'll raise my <laughs> other hand. I win. But, like, yes, it isn't about winning or losing. And I have to remind myself, even if I didn't physically get my hand raised, I get my hand raised knowing I went in. I did something that not a lot of people are doing. Like you've told me a million times. Yeah. I went in and I did the best that I could. 
and I have places that I want to work on now and I have places that I really improved on. Sure. So yeah. I get my hand raised in both of those. I get my hand raised because I got to eat donuts before yeah. weigh-ins and I still wait under. Yeah. I get my hand raised because I definitely had way more gas in the tank than that girl any day. I mean, it was her first fight. And that's the other thing that frustrated me. is like, I could have avoided this. Ugh, it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. I am worried about it. Move on. I, And how do you move on and still accept the fight and look at it critically? Do you know I, what I mean? Or without. Yeah. I mean, I, I told you before I had an old coach. Uh, tell me, like, you get 24 hours to be happy or sad about something, like a, a fight outcome, for instance. Um, obviously, your dog dies or something that's a little bit different, right? But, uh, but like, with a fight, for instance, it's like you get 24 hours to, to either be down in the dumps or to be really excited. But after that, it's like the dog still has to be fed. You still got to go to work. You know, um, life goes on and you got to move on. Because that's the only way we continue to grow and to move forward. Otherwise, you stay in that hole, and then you never grow. So, yeah, yeah. So, do you do you carry that same mindset through your whole life, or is that mainly just a, like fights? I try to do it for as many things as possible. I mean, I'm not always successful, but for the most part, yeah. I, I think it applies to a lot of things in life. You know, you just, you can be mad about a thing, but at the end of the day, how long, I mean, you know, there's certain things I would say if they drag on, like, I don't know, you, your your bank card got hacked and it takes three days to fix it or a week <laughs> to fix it, you know, yeah. or some shit like that. It's like, oh, now I can't buy anything with my Visa card. Yeah, because it's like every time, it's like, okay, I only have 24 hours, but then after that 24 hours, you go to the grocery store to get yourself something to make you feel better and you realize, oh, shit, I can't. And then yeah. you're like fucking mad so, about it again. <laughs> so that's a different thing. But like for the most part, you know, it's like, you know, I, I got a flat tire the other day or something, okay? Well, I know what I have to do to fix it. This sucks, but... I'm either going to change this tire and take it to the shop or I'm going to sit there and fucking be mad about it and uh, nothing's going to happen because the tire's still flat. Yeah. So you got to keep your, you got to keep, you got to keep airing it, you know, you got to keep. How do you, I like, it feels like a really weird, um, like a balancing act almost where, like for me, losing my debit card because if I'm being honest, I've already lost my debit card like ages ago and sure. I use Apple pay for everything. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God for Apple pay. Um, but it clearly didn't hinder me enough to be like, Oh, let's not do that again. Does that make sense? Like how do you take lessons and keep them in a lesson aspect as opposed to like, you know, I've learned this lesson. It sucked. I'm still hurt about said lesson, but I have to move on and using that to fuel you to move on, like turning mm. shit that happened to you to fuel you to move forward. Um, and I don't always do this perfectly, but a pretty easy example is like, okay, I lost my car uh, remote and we drove all around town at work looking for it because that's, you know, fucking they're like $300 or some shit, you know. And I have an extra one, but it's at home. So obviously I'm not getting home without my extra remote. 
And I had it hanging on my belt loop. I had my carabiner with my keys hanging on my belt loop, and it fell off. And I go, man. Okay, we found it, thankfully. Right at the end of the work, found it. It's like, well, I have to do something to not ever let this fall off my belt loop again. So in turn, I started putting it zipped up in my fanny pack. So it no longer has the opportunity to fall off. And that's just a small thing. It was an easy solution. But I try to look at things objectively like that. Like, okay, what is a quick fix or what is a long-term fix? Or, you know, what can I do now? And then maybe, because I also thought about getting a better carabiner. Um, I just looked at other options of what I could do to fix said problem. I think that's the difference between you and I in such a big way. Is that you have a better time detaching emotionally from so many things and I just don't everything every single thing I do I say I I everything is is attached emotionally it doesn't matter what emotion it is but it has big emotions behind it so every like for instance in my case I've lost my key before I never found it and instead of being like well that sucked it was you're stupid what the fuck you always lose shit you're x amount years old like why can't you be a normal fucking human like you're a slob you're this it it is a spiral a constant spiral and so and the other thing frustrating is that instead of being like, okay, now from now on, you're going to put your key on this in this spot. And and I think that isn't it probably is an ADHD thing, maybe. I think so. But like I can't remember the spot that I said I was gonna put it in, nor can I remember to put it in said spot that I said I was going to put it in. So like if I, I can't like you're always like just put your keys on the hook. And I'm like, Yeah, duh, but I can't remember that because when I come through the front door it's not okay put keys on hook put backpacks here it's it's like oh my god what a fucking crazy day oh my god I forgot to have to do this and and it's like like it's like um just a barrage yeah that sounds like an ADHD thing to me because for me when I was growing up a lot of it stemmed from both my parents like okay you don't want that to happen again so what are we going to do to mitigate that from happening again it's like you you keep doing the same thing over and over again expecting a different result and uh it's also kind of like where a lot of my productivity comes from my mother would say get your homework done then you can go play because then you don't have to worry about it my mother would say the same thing and do you know what would happen i would sit at the desk and i would look at my homework and then i would daydream for 45 minutes to an hour to however long so I wasn't doing my homework and then my mom was like okay it's dinner time and then it was like okay put your homework in your bag like I don't think she checked it and even if she did it was like why didn't you do this it's like I don't know she's like you have to go do it okay so go up to my room and then the same thing happens and then it's bedtime so it's just it's like as much as I want to say those things were not implemented in my life they were put there I mean you know my parents my parents are fairly diligent about like okay we have to be at said place at this time sure but like my brain is not equipped to handle yeah well black and white i think back then to adhd and things like that were definitely not looked at as much um because i remember growing especially growing up god um you know i've got cousins and stuff that have, have had other social issues and things like that and it was almost demonized yeah, yeah. More so than it was like, okay, look, you just got this thing that's different. 
and you just have to, you know, medication's okay, or we're going to do this differently, this differently, this differently. It was like, well, they put them on medication, and they just weren't the same person. Or, yeah. Or whatever. Like, dude, like, maybe that's what they needed, though, to, to calm down. Maybe they felt better. Like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely guilty of that. Like, Hannah could have put been put on medication a long time ago. I certainly can. I'm working on it now. But, like, sure. I think that's why, like, having the support group that I have, and, like, again, being able to be 100% myself at the gym. Like, I love that Jamie, Coach Jamie, has been a teacher before because she's definitely had students who act, think, and feel sure. just like my me. Um, so if she's coaching and I'm like, okay, I'm going to stretch and move. I don't, she, she might in her head, oops, she might in her head be like, what the fuck, why is Sarah moving so much? But in reality, she's not calling my ass out for sure. listening, which is what would happen a lot during my, like, career as a student are you listening yes i'm listening okay well you're moving around a lot yeah, yeah. well i have to <laughs> i yeah. don't know what to tell you well yeah like i said it, it, we're, this society now is becoming better about mental health and yeah for sure and, and all those things that were very stigmatized when we were growing up yeah. so it's it, it's it's a shame but it's, it's also part of the growth of the society is like okay well we're getting better at xyz it's not perfect but we're at least looking at it now as opposed to just that kid's fucking hyper. Yeah, but or, or that kid's that kid's dumb because he's not paying attention. Like that's not yeah. the case. Yeah, but that's a lot of what it was stigmatized as, and it's like, dude, like, so yeah. I think it's definitely. I, I me, obviously, I just didn't have those issues. I was very fortunate growing up that these things that I don't know. My parents would tell me to do things, and I would just do them. I know that's so wild to me. You I think that's. Been the I think best that's kid. a little more wild than being ADHD or you know or anything like that I just admire I don't it I mean, I'm it not so talking myself up but I don't know many people like me that do that and I'm not trying to like throw anything out there I'm just saying I just don't so I think I maybe I'm the weird one but I think you might be I might be the weird one. I think you might be if they were to study your brain I'd definitely say study B's brain because it's confusing it's super confusing to me. Yeah. But thank you for sitting down and talking to me. I am really excited. Like, it's a really nice day out. I really want to go running, but I won't because yeah, my leg is – I can't walk through Home Depot, let alone yeah. run. Um, but, yeah, I'm excited for my next fight. And I know it will be, a, like, probably a couple of months down the road just to make sure that my body is healed head to toe. Absolutely. Um, but Next year I put on a good card, though. It was a really nice Dude, arena. Dude, it was really beautiful. It was a really nice arena. Um, it wasn't too far away. It was two-hour drive. Yeah. It was, it was a little bit of hoops jump through because they had the commission involved. That, okay. And stuff like that. I don't have any. I'm not, I'll comment on it later. <laughs> but yeah. uh, but the event was very well ran. It was. Um, it was. The, oh, do you want to know something fun? Hmm. And by fun, I mean weird. So one of the things that I relied on that I really liked about the um, canvas, the ring at um, like the tournaments uh. is that it was fairly hard so it wasn't really squishy it was like really bounce friendly sure so like when you pushed off of it you knew you were going like somewhere but the ring the arena that i was in in this it was really squishy it felt like a pillow top mattress it was huh. weird so it felt like i was like moving through sand as opposed to like it's like the ver the difference between like the f hard foam mats in the corner of the gym versus the soft foam like the soft squishy gym mats that we sure. practice on. It was just different. Yeah. <laughs> I noticed that as I went to go like move around. I was like, oh shit, Wild. I'm walking on marshmallows here. Um, you didn't get to watch Oscar's fight. 
Um, but he lost a split decision. I know. I'm and angry. everybody was like, "No, a period, absolutely not." Period. He won the first two rounds. Period. Decisively. Let's go, Oscar. And it was his second fight. He fought a fucking national champ. Period. So I, you know, what's really wonderful. I love that kid so much. He's he's amazing. Best. He um got back th- to the warm up room, the warm up space, which was freezing cold, by the way. Yeah, and, warm up uh, in this ice box, ice box. Um, and he and Jamie was like, "No, you one hundred percent won." And she's like, "Everyone thinks you won," and she said, "And that kid was national champ." And Oscar went, "He was national champ." Like he. <laughs> He's like, what the he fuck? He could not believe it. And I just really loved watching his reaction because he was just like, what? And I love, like, kudos to Oscar's mom and dad because they're raising a really cool kid. He's like, a really he's a kid. really sweet kid and just he's like, he's awesome. Um, the people next to me, sitting next to me, goes, make sure he knows that the people sitting next to you agree that he won the fight. Thank you, people sitting next to y'all. Bless you, Austin. Bless you all. (laughs) Because, like, he he was like, I thought I won that. And Jamie's like, you did. You were up. Blah, blah, blah. Like, he definitely, like, was shocked, I think. But he felt really good about his fight. And I love that for him. And he should. And he also had an injury, but he said it was fine, and it didn't look too yeah. bad. So Well, he also had a shin guard covering his foot that he hurt. Yeah, that so, was good. Like, I think part of that was his was padded. Yours really wasn't padded. So you probably got hit in like the, the spot where I, like, right where the pad wasn't is where your injury oh, was. The, you know, it's funny because it there was padding there, but I just think that as old as I am, my body doesn't heal in two weeks. You know what I mean? Like, sure. My muscles are like, Hunty, no. It's also a different injury, too, so. Yeah, yeah. So, but I'm excited. I'm excited for my next fight, and I'm ready to fucking lose weight, because I don't like being this way. Yeah, well, we'll do it together. All right, kill uh, it. So no more donuts? Yeah, maybe after weigh-ins, or after the fight, because we (laughs) we got a spot now, so. Okay. Let's go Power Donuts. Holla, sponsor us. (laughs) All right, we'll see you guys later. All right, thanks for tuning in. Bye. Peace.